One of the biggest new narratives in crypto today is layer twos. Today, we're going to be breaking down the top three layer two protocols and tell you why they're so interesting and why you need to dig into this. Vitalik Buterin calls layer two protocols the future of Ethereum scaling. We're going to do a deep dive into the top three layer twos, Coinbase, Arbitrum, and Optimism. Welcome to the Beanpod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beanpod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. This is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be taking a deep dive into the top three layer two protocols. Coinbase, Arbitrum, and Optimism. Throughout the episode, we are also going to be dropping a hidden gem that we found in one of the ecosystems mm. that we want to alert you guys about. Uh, we will, in a future episode do a deeper dive into each ecosystem and find you the top three hidden gems in each one. But for this one, we want to give you an overlay and help you understand what these layer twos do and why they're so important for the future of crypto, specifically Ethereum. That's right. So we saw what Vitalik Buterin himself, the founder of Ethereum, came out and said recently. He said that layer twos are the future of Ethereum scaling. Now, the reason he said that is because, you know, really... Ethereum has become a victim of its own popularity, right? Mm. It's become so popular so quick. It has so many people using the Ethereum network that it just can't keep up with the transaction speeds and the gas fees. You know, if you try to use Uniswap Ethereum, the gas fees, even nowadays when we're in a bear market, 30, 40 bucks, it's crazy. So what you need is these layer two protocols, which go on top of Ethereum and help scale out the Ethereum network. So you're giving access to Ethereum dApps and DeFi, but it's much, in some cases, much quicker in some cases, much cheaper, and in some cases, a lot more seamless than the Ethereum. Even though they've moved to Ethereum 2.0, it's still not nearly at the, the scalability that it needs to be. This is why Vitalik himself has said layer two is the future. So today, we're going to talk about the biggest layer twos you need to know. Yeah, so transaction fees right now are killing Ethereum um, in terms of his, its adoption. And you can imagine it almost like, a uh, I don't know, maybe something like a funnel, right? Like all the... Pro so you have like this funnel and you have all these transactions coming through. If you have a few coming through, it'll, it'll go right through the spout easy. But the moment you have all this popularity and all these dApps being built and all these transactions occurring at once, to get through this funnel, you need to pay more money. So you got to pay a lot more money to get through. So that's why the gas fees go, go up. But then it, what also happens is it gets congested and you have too much going through at once. So these layer twos, you know, they have a, a specific technology that allows the transaction fees to be cheaper they allow the transactions to be a lot faster. Mm. Um, you know, they'll, what these guys will do is the transactions will be uh, processed off chain. So it's all happening away from Ethereum. Yep. And then it'll be pro uh, settled on the main net of Ethereum. Right. And there's a couple of different ways that the, these layer twos are all similar, but they're different, right? So we will get into some of the technical aspects of the different layer twos, the different approaches that each company is taking. Um, so, all right, so if, if you believe what Vitalik says, layer twos, we can already see this is a huge narrative building in crypto. So what you want to do is look at layer twos. What are the most dominant layer twos in terms of handling transaction value or TVL on the Ethereum network? So 80% of all layer two transactions on Ethereum right now are between Arbitrum 
and optimism. Arbitrum has more than optimism, but 80%, that's significant. Mm. Arbitrum and optimism combined actually flipped Ethereum itself in terms of TVL at one point. Mm. So you can, and I feel like most people in crypto don't know about Arbitrum and optimism, right. but, they, but they need to. It's almost like it's relatively new in a way. Like, yep. For sure. Um, you know, there's some projects that launched on these ecosystems that saw like two to 300% um, gains over the past few months mm-hmm. because this narrative has just hit. And it was, it was a lot of it was spurred on to by Coinbase um, announcing that they were going to be launching their own layer two known as Base. That's right. So that's kind of the third one we'll talk about. So why don't we start with kind of Arbitrum and Optimism sure. and maybe, you know, it, it might get a little bit technical here just to describe what layer twos and, and how they kind of uh, differ and are also similar. So, when you talked about the transactions being processed off Ethereum, so there's two kinds of, it's called roll-ups, right? Mm. They imagine them rolling up a bunch of transactions off the Ethereum uh, blockchain and then s- doing the, the hard work and then sending them into Ethereum back in so it's more scalable. So there's roll-ups, optimistic, so optimistic roll-ups, which is what Optimism and Arbitrum are, and there's also ZK roll-ups. Now, we've actually talked about ZK roll-ups quite a bit on this show in the past with... Uh, things like Mina Protocol, who is one of the leaders in ZK. Um, but today, I think we're going we're gonna to talk about optimistic roll-ups and, and kind of, you know, if you want to kind of d- deep dive, not, not, not deep dive, shallow dive into the differences between the two, Arbitrum and Optimism. Okay, so Arbitrum right now has $3.3 billion in total value locked on Ethereum. It actually has 55% of the market share on Ethereum. So it's important to understand what Arbitrum does uh, and understand this ecosystem because we are going to do a deep dive into the projects that exist within this ecosystem, which we believe that could see some 10 to 20x gains. Yeah, we got some serious gems. So make sure to make sure you're subscribing to the channel because when we do the top Arbitrum ecosystem gems and top Optimism ecosystem gems, there's going to be some certified beanstalk bangers in there. But and, yeah, and we'll drop one throughout this episode uh, just to kind of give you a hint of For sure. what you can expect in that next episode. So Arbitrum lowers network congestions, improves speed, cost, and uh, offloading as much network uh, information as possible and is stored off-chain. It bundles up multiple transactions into one batch, then posts the cryptographic proof onto the main chain, the Ethereum main chain, and it's designed to be fully compatible with Ethereum, meaning any smart contract that works on Ethereum should work with Arbitrum. Um, The founders... I guess we could talk about the founders. Uh, it's Ed Belton. He's a professor of computer science at Princeton. He co-founded Off-Chain Labs. So it kind of makes sense now, like off-chain, that the, the real hard work occurs off-chain. Right. And he was also the uh, CTO in the White House during Obama's administration. Oh, interesting. interesting. That's a good point. You know, when it comes down to it, we're talking about scaling Ethereum, right? So it's layer two's Ethereum. And one of the reasons why optimistic roll-ups, and this is now referring to both optimism and Arbitrum, are so good because it's so highly compatible with Ethereum. They make it easy, easy to basically build trustless bridges between Ethereum tokens and then onto Arbitrum or Optimism without deploying a new smart contract. And it's very easy to tell how much more user-friendly and scalable this is when you actually use it. So you can add, and what, what I would recommend doing is adding Arbitrum and Optimism to your MetaMask or mm. whatever decentralized wallet you use. And when you're trading on Uniswap or whatever um, DEX you're using, it's just, it's very apparent how much easier it is and seamless and user-friendly swapping on Arbitrum or Optimism is than compared to Ethereum. It's cheaper. It's faster. It happens instantly, mm. right? You can just see by using it from, you know, the customer-facing perspective, 
how much better it is. Absolutely. So by the numbers and, you know, to how much money they're actually saving, uh, $445 million in gas fees have been saved on Arbitrum so far. That's massive. Um, so that's just to your point there about get, maybe getting this set up in your MetaMask, whatever decentralized wallet that you're using. And they have over just over just over 3 million users now are on Arbitrum. So this is a rapidly growing ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, at time recording last Tuesday, Arbitrum processed 1.1 million trans- transactions, 20,000 more than Ethereum. It's the first time a layer two blockchain has pr- surpassed Ethereum in daily transaction count. That's huge. So and, and another a big stat that I wanted to just pop on the end there is it, it kind of be like a, a good crypto trivia fact. Arbitrum is now the fourth largest blockchain in terms of overall total value locked. All right. You know, if you ask anyone that's, you know, moderately into crypto, you say, well, all right, name me the top five in TVL. They, you know, give you your, your standard, you know, Ethereum, Solana, Cardano, but no. Arbitrum. Well, we right? just, uh, in one of our truth about Avalanche, we discovered currently they have 895 million TVL. Mm. Arbitrum, a play, uh, potentially a lot of you listeners or viewers have not heard of yet, has four times the amount. Yeah, that's right? huge. So, And then it's crazy when we do eventually dive into the ecosystem gems, the altcoins for Arbitrum. When you talk about a blockchain, a layer two that has so much activity, so much TVL, some of these gems that are playing key roles in the system, like the DEXs or the launch pads or whatever, the market caps are tiny. Mm. The potential here is massive. And that's because it's just, people are only just starting to discover these projects now. And right. it's also, it's like the extra step, you know, one extra step when you're building a business, you know, a, an app or a landing page, one extra step, one extra click will get rid of 50% of your potential users. Yeah. The fact that MetaMask doesn't come loaded up, you know, Arbitrum is not there and, and they don't, you can't just like, oh, Arbitrum. Oh, I have to add Arbitrum to MetaMask. That one step alone, I think is just like, it's keeping 50, it's a gateway. But you know, we always talk about when something is a little bit more work and harder to get into, that's when you know it's good because mm. eventually people will, the masses will flood in and at Beanstalk, we like to get in before the masses. Absolutely. So let's uh, have a look at optimism now. So optimism 1.8 TVL total value locked. Again, this is twice as much as avalanche as we recently discovered in our previous uh, episode where we did a deep dive into avalanche. Optimism has 30% of the market share, right? So this is another layer two that's, you know, completely dominating. At the end of the episode, I kind of want to highlight which one I think will uh, be the winner mm. in both because they both take a different approach. That's right. So optimism is a bit more open sourced. You know, they're, they're, it seems like they're trying to build, I think they called it um, a super chain. Okay. So optimism is building a super chain. So they're looking to create a future based on collaboration versus competition. So their approach, which is why... Uh, Coinbase has built base on optimism is because they want, they, they see it as a place where it's almost like a layer zero in a way where optimism can be the place where everybody comes, comes to whereas Arbitrum is taking a very one dimension, not one dimensional, but it's closed off. Yeah. It's our way and it's going to be more proprietorship. It's, you know, if if you want to build on us, then, you know, it's it's a bit different that way. Yeah, for sure. And so optimism has a token. Yes. Right. So they launched, they did an, a free airdrop to users in, I think it was June of last year, 2022. So Optimism has a token and one that I've been trading a little bit lately, the OP op token. Um, so that sets it apart from the two other layer twos we're talking about today. Um, just the fact that it has a token already launched. Um, you know, when you, when you boil it down to really simple terms, Optimism is faster than Arbitrum, but Arbitrum is cheaper. Mm. 
and you know, again, going back to just straight consumers, what do they want? They want faster and cheaper. So they're both layer twos. They're both looking for scalability, but they're taking different roads. Arbitrum is cheaper and everyone loves to save money, but optimism is, optimism is faster and everyone loves fast transactions. Mm. And depending on what kind of DeFi, what DAP you're building, you may prioritize speed over cost or cost over speed. So it's interesting to have both of these ecosystems and also to have exposure to both in your portfolio. Yeah, absolutely. So this one has saved uh, $2.8 billion uh, in gas gas fees so far. I think that's because Optimism also was a uh, first mover yep. as well. Yep. Um, so like I said, they're trying to integrate an otherwise siloed layer twos into a single interoperable and composable system. So all these, anything being built on Optimism can be fully interoperable with one another. Right. Versus other layer twos that, you know, have a specific set of standards and then you maybe need a quant or something to interoperate. Yeah, and it's interesting how you mentioned the different ways they're governed, right? So Optimism Collective is a DAO. So it's governed by DAO holders, people that hold, you know, whales of op and stuff. So it's, it's kind of collectively a bit more decentralized, I believe. Optimism is known to be when you compare the two because it's decentralized, governed by the DAO, whereas Arbitrum is run solely by off-chain labs. So maybe a little bit more centralized. Exactly. And, you know, when you come to talking about real crypto heads, they do like sometimes the decentralized ones, as we saw with the Hedera Hashgraph hack lately, they turned the, the chain off, right? Mm. That's not decentralized. Right. So, you know, it depends on which one. Do you prefer Arbitrum or Optimism? Do you want to go for the one that's decentralized or do you want to say the more centralized approach, which has its advantages as well? Yeah. Um, so, in ter- so right now, Arbitrum does have a higher total value locked and, you know, it's nearly twice as much. They have a bigger market share. But with Optimism being open source, uh, permissionless, you know, and they, you know, we have Coinbase building on there. Are they going to start bringing in so many new projects being built? Are they eventually going to surpass Arbitrum mm. in terms of total value locked? Yeah, it's time will tell for sure. So now we've kind of given an overview of Optimism and Arbitrum. Why don't we talk about this new one? Base. Base. By Coinbase. The Coinbase is layer two. Coinbase is layer two. I mean, it makes sense. So you're talking about one of the top three biggest exchanges in the world. They're launching a layer two blockchain to help provide. So this is a key distinguisher for me. Arbitrum and Optimism are Ethereum layer twos. Coinbase base is aiming to provide an on-ramp not only to Ethereum, but for Solana, all kinds of other layer mm-hmm. ones. So this is, it's similar, but it's not, a, I wouldn't say it's the same. So with this, you know, like Coinbase is regulated, right? They, they, they got coin, it's on the stock market. With this one, I can see, you know, a little bit more like the KYC, the know your customer before being onboarded into a decentralized little world. Uh, I, I like what I like. I like I like what Coinbase is doing here. And just look at their numbers. They have 110 million verified users. Mm. They're not going to be coming on to Optimism. They have $145 billion in quarterly volume traded. $80 billion, assets, $80 billion worth of assets on the platform. They operate in 100 plus countries and have 245,000 ecosystem partners. Wow. And it's US regulated. Yeah, that's pretty good. So this is, I think this one will, will onboard, you know, potentially the most amount of people. To optimism. To optimism. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but just like the base, so... As similar to Arbitrum, as we mentioned earlier, uh, based by Coinbase, Coinbase has no plans of launching a token. You know, they're a publicly traded company. You can buy the stock. No, you know, uh, 
they don't need it for gas fees. They're using fiat for gas fees or they're paying for it themselves, right? So it is worth mentioning that it, the test net was just launched. Mm-hmm. So this is still ways behind Arbitrum and Optimism in terms of adoption. Still very much in the testing phases. It did have kind of a rocky launch. Uh, they, they launched the test net. It was down. People couldn't build on it. It was kind of a bit of a failure, but it's okay. It's a bear market. People forget about it. The reason I like what Coinbase is doing too here is a, major, a majority of their products are written not as smart contracts. So if Coinbase wants to be the leader and the fact that they're now transitioning to Web3 and, and making their products more on-chain, I think this says a lot. Yeah, I mean, so when it comes down to like simplifying what Coinbase is trying to do and why it's interesting to an investor, they're building an L2 to onboard to a bunch of different blockchains. This is from their website. I pulled this. Secured by Ethereum because it's, you know, L2-based mostly on Ethereum, empowered by Coinbase, which is, you know, 110 million, uh, 110 million verified users and 80 billion assets in the Coinbase ecosystem. Big features, easy to use, small fees, and open source. So Base is also trying to be decentralized permissionless, and that goes into their lining up with Optimism, not Arbitrum. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So these are the three big layer twos, if you will, right? Yeah, definitely. I would. There, there's other ones that are coming up. There's like uh, definitely the scale. There's a few zk snark. Yeah, I think. stark stark network. There's stark a few that Net. we will eventually talk about later at, at different episodes. But you know, based by Coinbase, I think it it presents interesting opportunities, and I think that's going to be a really good episode when we talk about the the base ecosystem because it's so new. The altcoins in the base ecosystem are the altcoins that are being chosen to provide different services to Coinbase for this layer two are very, this is all very brand new. Whereas Arbitrum and Optimism, although they do have a lot of altcoin gems, people know about them. Some of the Coinbase ones, I think are, we're really going to unearth some interesting ones. So make sure you tune into that episode when it does happen. Yeah, you can go to uh, l2beat.com backslash scaling backslash TVL. And I'll give you a list of all the layer twos that are there. And I can see some of these other ones, which we will eventually dive into. We'll have like a, a lower cap um, TVL layer two episode yep. where there's some up and coming ones like Starknet, for example, that could be a really interesting one. And yep. then there'll be some hidden gems within that. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Important to keep tuning in. So, I mean, we, we did say we were going to drop a hidden gem along the way for the episode. And, you know, it kind of goes back to the way that we like to find altcoins. So we're looking in these it's very clear that layer twos is a narrative. We're starting to see the headlines. People are talking about it. All the insiders in crypto are all about layer twos. So what Josh and I do is, is look at the Arbitrum ecosystem. Who's the DEX? Who's the launch pad? Who's the, um, the market maker? Who's doing this and that, right? So we want to look at, find all the altcoins that are playing different parts in each ecosystem. But one kind of caught our eye over the past week or so that is not only building it already on ETH and Matic, then launched to Arbitrum and is about to launch to Optimism, even just receiving a huge grant from the Optimism Fund, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we talk about how how expensive the gas fees are in Ethereum and what these layer twos are attempting to do. So with this project, it's got a $5 million market cap, which is peanuts compared to a lot of the other DEXs out there and offers more. The biggest feature, I, I believe, is the gasless um, swaps. And I think it was one of the, it was the first DEX on Arbitrum to offer uh, limit orders as well. Right. Powered by Chainlink, powered by Uniswap, um, gasless swaps, Chromatica Finance. Chromatica, yes. Yeah, so the ticker's K-R-O-M. Uh, definitely a small cap gem. I like the fact, you know, I've been looking into all these ecosystems for a while now, and it's typically, it's an Arbitrum altcoin or it's an Optimism altcoin. Yeah, it's one or the other. But the fact that Chromatica is both um, and with a tiny market cap, and, you know, you go into their Telegram, you look at their marketing, you look at their roadmap, they, they're building. 
They got a lot of stuff going on. And as I just mentioned, I think it's like a $300,000 grant they just won from Optimism. I think it's going to be including gasless, free airdrops, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, if you're looking for a, a gateway into the Arbitrum and Optimism ecosystems, which is the future of Ethereum scaling, as said by Vitalik Buterin himself, check out Chromatica Finance. They yeah. also have, um, they won um, Chainlink Hackathon in the fall of 2021. They won nice. an award there. They did a fair launch. Uh, no venture capitals uh, firms were involved in that. Uh, all their 82% of their tokens are in circulation. Mm with a vesting schedule over three years. So it's like, if you look at their chart, you can see like it, there's been no like launch, super huge sell yeah, off, yeah. like like a Casper Labs or I something. I like that, yeah. You know what I mean? For so sure. it's, and you look at their usage because they only just launched on the leading layer two networks. If you go on, um, it's called Dune Analytics. You can mm. see how many people are actually re using the network and actually coming back. So you can see like the new users plus the returning users and because these layer twos just launched, now we're starting to see the adoption um, for what what seems to be a really good project. And this will be, the, I think, the first of our few um, small cap gems that we're going to identify yeah. within these ecosystems. Honestly, I'm really excited to film those episodes, the Arbitrum. So we're going to do top altcoins in Arbitrum, top altcoins in Optimism, and top altcoins in the base by Coinbase. Those are going to be absolute banger episode so make sure you're subscribed uh because we've got some serious heaters coming your way and if you guys have identified any within these within these ecosystems that we should know about let us know ahead of time we'll do it we'll we'll do our own research behind the scenes after we go through the comments and we'll pick some of the best ones and if they're worthy to make the episode or not so make sure you guys tune to the next episode because that one is going to be a banger All views expressed by speakers on the Beanpod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Beanpod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.